there's no distance too far for the perfect trip. Hi, checking in for... Or the perfect table. Hey, where are you? Coming! And when you get access to Resi Priority Notify with your Amex Platinum card... Hey, this looks amazing. I'm so glad you made it. And travel benefits at fine hotels and resorts booked through Amex Travel. It's worth the trip. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. As you may have realized, I watch a lot of sports. That's why I like Prime Video. It has all my sports in one app, like the National Women's Soccer League included with Prime. Plus, you can buy Premier Boxing or stream the NHL and NBA playoffs on Max with the Bleacher Report Sports add-on or add Paramount Plus for the Masters on CBS. Prime Video. It's all your favorite sports in one place. Restrictions apply. Prime membership required for add-on subscriptions. See Amazon.com slash Amazon Prime for details. This episode brought to you by 20th Century Studios' Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. Director Wes Ball breathes new life into the epic franchise. As a ruthless king attempts to build his empire at the expense of the remaining human race, a young ape begins a journey to fight for a future for apes and humans alike. Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. Enter the kingdom in IMAX this Friday and theaters everywhere. Get tickets now. It is getting that time of the year. It's Miller time. You don't need a watch or a clock to tell you. It's Miller time. Weather gets a little bit warmer. All of a sudden, the beer gets a little colder. It's beer cracking season. It, it, whoa, okay. I don't know if it says that on the calendar. Uh, Miller Lite, great taste, less filling, tastes like Miller time. To get Miller Lite delivered right to your door, visit MillerLite.com slash Patrick or... You can find it pretty much anywhere that sells beer. And as always, please celebrate responsibly. Miller Brewing Company, Milwaukee, Wisconsin. 96 calories per 12 ounces. Fewer calories and carbs than premium regular beer. Miller Lite. You are listening to The Dan Patrick Show on Fox Sports Radio. You know something's good if it makes you laugh every time you hear it. That's the fourth time I've heard it because I heard it live. When they were talking about it, and I was driving around listening to the show, and then obviously I've heard it every hour here. It's the final hour on a Wednesday. Ross Tucker, the former NFL offensive lineman, filling in for Dan, who's under the weather, got the call last night from Paul. I said, heck yeah, I'll come off the bench, be ready to roll, like I always was as a primarily uh, journeyman backup O-lineman that had to fill in quite a bit in the early 2000s you can check me out on social media at ross tucker nfl please do i am loving the engagement on social media checking out what you guys say to me during the breaks i'm even changing my pronunciation i have written down here pulisic and iran i already got the cojones <laughs> i get I, i'm good with the cojones now i don't know why i said cajones so I, I don't know why i said that but at least it's an epic moment all time on the Dan Patrick Show. People want a T-shirt, Polly. They're literally asking for a. Uh, uh, it's pronounced Cajones T-shirt. <laughs> Jones. Oh man, classic. That, I haven't. Classic. You know when Andy Staples said, uh, "Ross, it's actually Cajones." <laughs> I haven't laughed that hard in a while. People always say to me, like when I see like an airport or I meet somebody, they're like. Is it really that much fun doing the Dan Patrick show? Are you really having that much? It's like, yes. Yes, it is. Like, like it, it's a it's a blast every time, which is why I always say yes, which is why so many people watch on Peacock, 
Want to welcome in all of the zillions and zillions of Fox Sports Radio affiliates. I know a bunch of you people get you people. <laughs> I know a bunch of you people get a chance to listen later on. <laughs> what do you mean, you people? Get a chance to listen all later on via podcast. Please check out mine when you get a chance. I got a daily podcast, Ross Tucker Football Podcast. If you ever are missing me, or if you like betting, I got the Even Money Betting Podcast as well 8773 dp show is the number you can hit us up on email dp at danpatrick.com i'm over at rostucker.com shout out of course to chat row big fan of those folks we got a bunch of nfl stuff to get to we spent a lot of time this morning on the world cup and what's going on there with the u.s advancing to the round of 16 what is by the way seat in the format now is there are no draws it goes right to penalty kicks no you what you what happens if after the 90 minutes if it's still tied then you get two 15 minute periods and then if it's still tied after that then you go to penalty kicks right but the point is like there's no more point system there's no more draws no it's no no death. yeah now it's sudden death yeah yeah, yeah that's you what have I to thought. win to advance yep College football playoff is out. I think maybe Paulie said he wants Alabama and Ohio State in, and he wants TCU and USC to lose. Is that what you said, Paul? No, that is. I don't want those fan bases on me. No, I just said that the the, the scenario that could happen if TCU somehow lost uh, to Kansas State and USC somehow lost to Utah, which are both close spreads, you got Alabama and Ohio State waiting in the wings, and watch out for that one from a TV production standpoint. It could happen. Well. By the way, the sports books, DraftKings thinks that that's a good chance. DraftKings has Ohio State's odds to win the national championship plus 800. They have USC and TCU at plus 1200. So they're basically saying, <laughs> not only do we think USC, we think Ohio State's getting in, and we think they're going to get in and have a better chance. It's, Pretty wild. Yeah, it should what be a fun weekend. About? Yeah. Oh, by the way, I had no idea. Purdue has a strong fan base. I've gotten at least like 10 tweets at Ross Tucker NFL from Purdue fans that did not like the Purdue uh, disrespect <laughs> that I put out there. So I'm sorry to Boilermaker Nation. It's just, I mean, we'll see how the game goes. Look, that would be highly entertaining. My biggest issue isn't with Purdue. My biggest issue is that the Big Ten West Almost never. When's the last time? Look this up. Marvin, I don't know who our stat person is. When's the last time the Big Ten West won the Big Ten championship game? It feels like a long time, Paulie. Yeah, we're going to check that. But keep an eye. You know, Purdue and Iowa, they're good for one major upset a year. Remember a couple years ago, Purdue that took down Ohio State. You know, they're always a good program. They never get in the national title picture. But between Purdue and Iowa, they're good for one monster upset a year. Well, Mike Florio is good for at least one post a day over at ProFootballTalk.com. Actually, a lot more than that. And I wanted to bring on Mike specifically because I know we're going to talk about Aaron Rodgers. And I know we're going to have Marcellus Wiley on later to talk about what the Packers should do with Aaron Rodgers. Very important when you're talking about the NFL. You have to understand the money. You have to understand what the players' options are, what the team's options are. And Mike Florio does a terrific job, ProFootballTalk.com, at ProFootballTalk, had a breakdown of exactly why it's not really in the Packers' hands at this point. Is that right, Mike? 
Well, look, the Packers, and hello, Ross, good to talk to you. It's been a while. The Packers worried for two years about Aaron Rodgers wanting to leave. At some level, they may be worrying about Aaron Rodgers wanting to stay at a time when they may be ready for him to go. And they've tied their hands with the contract they gave him earlier this year. He's due nearly $60 million next year, fully guaranteed. They cut him. He still gets the money. Now, it would be subject to offset if he goes somewhere else, but no one's going to pay him $60 million next year. they got a huge problem. they got a cap issue they'd have to deal with. Even if they trade him, the cap hit would be crippling. So unless he decides to retire and walks away from that $60 million, and he set up the contract so he could without financial consequence, having to pay back money, for example, he can walk away. If he walks away, problem solved. They moved on to Jordan Love. But if he stays, he's getting that $60 million, And what are they going to do? Put him on the bench and pay him $60 million? So if they're thinking now may be the time to pivot to Jordan Love, and he looked pretty good the other night against the Eagles, Aaron Rodgers is going to have a big say in whether that happens. And that's a wrinkle that the Packers haven't been dealing with. They've been so worried about him leaving. Now they have to worry about him wanting to stay when they may want him to go somewhere else or retire. So because I, I had heard that it was basically uh... – a one-year deal, and then sort of we'll see after that in terms of what happens. But it sounds like that's only from the Rodgers' perspective and his ability to get out of it and move on, not really from the Packers' perspective. I'm a little surprised, Mike, that they seemingly didn't consider this possibility that he might play poorly or that they might want to move on to Jordan Love, especially – since next year will be year four for Jordan Love. like They they, they totally kind of gave up on Jordan Love? Well, I don't think it's that. I just think that they assumed after they saw Aaron Rodgers win back-to-back MVPs after they used a first-round pick and a fourth-round pick to get Jordan Love because they used the four to trade up to get him. I don't think they expected Aaron Rodgers to fall off the way that he has this year or the team to fall off the way that it has. And with this thumb injury, rib injury. Aaron Rodgers openly saying he wants to play until they're mathematically eliminated. I think it's a practical matter. They may be at the point where it's done. We see Jordan Love play really well on Sunday night. You're at the point if you're the Packers, I mean, if I was a Packers fan, I'd say, I want to see Jordan Love the rest of the way. Give him some reps. Get him ready for next year. Let's see what we have. They got to make a decision on his fifth-year option by May of 2023. They don't have enough data to come to a good decision as to what to do about Jordan Love for next year and beyond. So I would be very antsy about wanting to see what we have with Jordan Love so we know whether or not we've got a successor in the building to Aaron Rodgers at a time when it feels like Aaron Rodgers is starting to decline. And from his perspective, he holds all the cards. He can do whatever he wants to do. And even if he's inclined to retire, now he'd have to be inclined to walk away from that $60 million, but he may decide to just stick around just to throw a little wrench into the front office's plan. I mean, we've seen that kind of impishness from Aaron Rodgers elsewhere. So I think it's a delicate situation. If the Packers are thinking, hey, we'd like to move on, the the worst thing they could do is let Aaron Rodgers know that that's what they're thinking. Talking with Mike Florio here on the Dan Patrick Show from Pro Football Talk. Polly, remind me to look up impishness during the break Will to do. make sure I fully understand. I think I got it in oh, the context. Oh, come on. You went to I... Princeton. Don't play. <laughs> Don't act like the big, dumb rockhead. You went to Princeton. Hey, hey Mike, you earlier on the show, I forgot that it was Cajones instead of Cajones. I said Cajones for the uh, for the nutshot heard around the world. 
by Christian Pulisic yesterday. I'm glad, by the way, Mike, you mentioned Rogers' comments. I feel like I'm the only person that that really bothered, that he came out and publicly said, as long as we're still in it and we're not eliminated, I want to play, which, Mike, correct me if I'm wrong here, that intimates that if they are eliminated, that he doesn't want to play. Well, hold on a second. You're making a ton of money, dude. And not only that, do you think David Bakhtiari, who's had three surgeries on that knee and is going to have an arthritic knee the rest of his life, you think he wants to play out the string? You think Mercedes Lewis, Mike, in year 17 at 38 years old, wants to play four or five meaningless games at tight end? I feel like I'm the only one that noticed those comments by Rodgers or took him the task on that. Well, and it didn't surprise me because, Ross, I've thought all along that the moment they were done, that's when he's going to slide to injured reserve because of the thumb injury that we didn't know was broken until after he looked horrible in the fourth quarter against the Tennessee Titans, missing Sammy Watkins when he was wide open on a drive when they could have cut it to a one-score game, missing Alan Lazard horribly over the top, getting booed by the home fans. Then all of a sudden we hear that it's a broken thumb, and then we hear it's an avulsion fracture where the bone and the ligament are attached. It's amazing he's still playing. All this stuff that was the same injury for the past two months, and he looked pretty damn good against the Cowboys – four days before he didn't look good against the Titans. So it felt to me like it was moving toward sliding to injured reserve at the right time. And the, the other thing, too, I, I don't know, mathematically eliminated and done are two different things. They may not be mathematically eliminated for a while, but it kind of feels like they're done. And I feel like if they lose to the Bears this week and they go to their bye, I don't think he plays on the other end of it because of that thumb injury and because they will, as a practical matter, be done if they don't beat the Bears. They should be able to beat the Bears, though, especially if they don't have Justin Fields. But if they if they lose in Chicago, then they are done. Then why not see what Jordan Love can do? Get the guy some reps and figure out what his ceiling may be. I am now totally fascinated by the idea, Mike, of Jordan Love comes in the last four games, plays awesome, looks great. Packers fans are excited. And Rodgers says to the team, yeah, no, I'm staying. I'm staying. I'm not retiring. Um, you can trade me if you want, but no. I mean, he has the chance to totally reverse the script of him being mad for them screwing him over by drafting Jordan Love. He can go, if he chooses, he can stick it to them to end this thing. And a lot of guys wouldn't want to do that. He strikes me as a guy that wouldn't mind sticking it to them on the way out. Well, Ross, for so much of his career, he was a guy who stayed away from any type of controversy. He was very sensitive about being disliked by anyone. And he's taken that heel turn over the past couple of years where he kind of likes it. I think he kind of digs knowing that there's going to be some people who are behind him and some people who hate him. And he he's he's cool with that. And what better way to be? And he wears black all the time. What he is with all the black? I think he kind of likes this this bad guy image. It's the ultimate bad guy to say to the Packers, sucks for you. You owe me $60 million. If you want to put me on the bench, that's fine, but I want my money. If you want to cut me, that's fine, but I want my money. If you want to trade me, good luck to your salary cap, and then you have to deal with me as the quarterback for whoever you trade me to. Curious to get your thoughts, Mike, on Jeff Saturday. Monday night, didn't call the timeout. Yesterday comes out and says he made a mistake. What I thought was interesting – and you and I look at some things the same way. 
there were a lot of people, especially insiders, Mike, that couldn't wait to pounce on a coaching error or a perceived error by Saturday. I give them credit for taking accountability and saying, yeah, learning experience. But, man, people were salivating. They were waiting for that moment to say, see, he screwed up. He shouldn't be the coach. I think we, I think, I think Mike just froze on us on the Zoom there. Either, well, yeah. either that or my question was that good. Anyway, appreciate having Mike on the show. Mike, thank you very much. Check him out at Pro Football Talk. Mike obviously does a terrific job. Um, the last question I was going to ask him, you know what's funny about Florio? Every one of his posts, for the most part, very measured, very professional, <laughs> except when he posts about the Vikings because he's a Vikings fan. It's so funny, isn't it? Like, no matter how reasoned you can be in any other aspect, when you're a fan, you're a fan. Like, he'll tweet, like, uh, during the Bills game, when they came back to win, he's like, another game where the Vikings can beat the bad teams, but they can't beat the good team. Then they win the game. The next day, he had them number one in his power rankings. Paulie. Yeah, I understand it. And I didn't do it to troll you, but uh, we were discussing uniforms last hour, and I know you like the Eagles. And I just don't, you know, I mentioned the Eagles as the uniforms. that They bother me because they have so many better options. But it, it really is, when you have a team, it's hard to have a sense of humor about it. When you could joke about all the other teams, when someone comes after your team or says something, it's like, hold on, you kind of pucker up a little bit. It's just natural. It's like uh, my best friend growing up had two brothers, and they would fight or whatever, or yell at each other all the time. If I said one word to one of the brothers, if I wanted to stop them fighting, I would just say one thing to one of them, and all three of them would turn around immediately and be, you shut up, you you stay out of it. They weren't they weren't here for it. Um, I am here for Marcellus Wiley. I have actually an awesome Marcellus Wiley story that I don't know if I've ever taught him or told him. I might have, but I don't know that I have. Yes, Paul. You guys almost overlapped. He was with the Bills just before you joined the Bills. Is that right? Yes, but I have a better story than that, <laughs> and you're going to have to wait to hear it when we come back. 18 minutes past the hour here on the Dan Patrick Show. Now that Thanksgiving is over, it's officially time for the holidays. And Legacy Box, I love Legacy Box, new Cyber Week event. It's not just Cyber Monday, it's Cyber Week, which means you could save 65% when you digitize your videotapes and photos. Yes, this is the best. They're sitting in a box. They're sitting in a bin. Let's do this. Join millions of customers who joined Legacy Box to safeguard the recorded moments. Legacy Box is what Real Simple Magazine called an incredible gift for the family member or a wonderful treat for yourself. That's because Legacy Box is simple and safe. Just fill and send. You get a box, you send your original tapes from the old days, plus new digital copies, and protect your treasured tapes, films, reels from flood, mold, decay. They make them into a great video for you and a great history for you, and then you put them back. You get them back. I'm using Legacy Box right now. I'm taking all the videos I made in college with my moron buddies. We did all these dopey things, and we've always wanted to see them. Now I'm going to be able to put them on a drive and send them to all these people and have them forever. Turn on the Christmas music and visit LegacyBox.com to save 65% and shop Legacy Box's lowest prices of the year. Legacy Boxes are in stock and ready to ship. Visit LegacyBox.com slash Patrick to get 65% off for Cyber Week. That's LegacyBox.com slash Patrick for an incredible 65% off. LegacyBox.com slash Patrick. Thanks for listening to the Dan Patrick Show podcast. Be sure to catch us live every weekday morning, 9 until noon Eastern, 6 to 9 Pacific on Fox Sports Radio. And you can find us on the iHeartRadio app at FSR or stream us live on the Peacock app. All right, everybody, game off. Let's pause here to talk more about Monopoly Go. I know what you're saying. 
flag on the play. You've already talked about that. But there's just so much more good stuff in this game. In Monopoly Go, you can team up with friends for time tournaments where you work together to build up each other's boards. The more you win together, the more awesome prizes you unlock. And there's so much more to get. You can get unique stickers. You can trade with friends to compete uh, albums for big prizes. There's cool new playing pieces to travel the boards with. I was always a uh, battleship guy. You know, you get those pieces like there was the hat. There was the shoe. Oh, same. There was the I was always a battleship guy or the car. You know what, too, is funny about a battleship. It's one of the only uh, Monopoly pieces that you find that's not just a household item. Wow, you know I haven't even thought about that. Yeah, most people oh, wow. don't have a battleship at home, but you have a car, you have a hat, you have a shoe, you have uh, all those things. Anyway, you could also get hilarious emojis for taunting friends when you smash their buildings or heist their vaults. That's always fun. Plus, Monopoly Go feels new and exciting every day with constantly changing tournaments and challenges. A ton include their own unique mini games like Digging for Treasure or a robot Pachenko machine. And there's always new timed events that will help you win big, like massive multipliers for everything you win or rent frenzies. There's always something fun to discover in Monopoly Go. So get off the bench and go download it for free right now on Google Play or the App Store. Game on. It is getting that time of the year. It's Miller time. You don't need a watch or a clock to tell you. It's Miller time. Weather gets a little bit warmer. All of a sudden, the beer gets a little colder. It's beer cracking season. It, it, whoa, okay. I don't know if it says that on the calendar. It's a beer that strips away everything you don't need and holds on to what matters the most. It's a light beer that tastes like beer. That's why I reach for a Miller Lite. And it's less filling. Only 96 calories. They've been doing this since 1975. They have perfected it. You know, that summer afternoon, we're coming into that time of the year, be like, oh, man. Crack one? Yes, or two. Don't look at your watch. Don't look at the clock. Don't look at the calendar. You know. Miller Lite, the great taste, less filling, tastes like Miller time. To get Miller Lite delivered right to your door, visit MillerLite.com slash Patrick, or you can pretty much find it anywhere that sells beer. Celebrate responsibly. Miller Brewing Company, Milwaukee, Wisconsin. 96 calories. For 12 ounces, fewer calories, fewer carbs than premium regular beer. Miller Lite. This episode brought to you by 20th Century Studios' Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. Director Wes Ball breathes new life into the epic franchise set several generations after the last installment in which apes are the dominant species. As a ruthless king attempts to build his empire at the expense of the remaining human race, a young ape will fight for the future of apes and humans alike and embark on a journey that will redefine the planet. Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. Enter the kingdom in IMAX this Friday and in theaters everywhere. Get tickets now. Did you ever play the over-under game with your friends? You know, think I can eat that slice of pizza in under 30 seconds? Or I don't know, take over a minute to down a two-liter? Well... If you have, then you're going to love Pick 6. It's the new fantasy game from DraftKings, an official partner of the NBA. Here's how you play it during the playoffs. Pick between two and six players and choose if they will have more or less of a stat. Rebounds, points, assists, and more. Also, you track your picks, play against others for a shot to win at some big cash prizes. Download the new DraftKings Pick 6 app now. Use the promo code DPSHOW for a chance to win huge cash prizes. That's code DPSHOW. Only on DraftKings Pick 6. The crown is yours. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. 18 plus in most eligible states. Age varies by jurisdiction. Eligibility restrictions apply. Pick 6 not available in all states, including but not limited to Connecticut and New York. For up-to-date list of states, visit dkng.co slash pick 6 states. Void where prohibited. See terms at pick6.draftkings.com slash promos.
Rolling along on a Wednesday edition here of the Dan Patrick Show, Ross Tucker, former NFL offensive lineman. For those of you watching, by the way, you can see on Peacock, I, I've played for five teams in seven years, although I look like I'm looking at my helmets there. I got a Patriots, a Bills, a Cowboys. I actually have two from the artist formerly known as the Washington Redskins, and then one Princeton. Yes, yeah, Seton. When you were in high school, how the idea of you becoming an NFL player, was it something that was on your mind or like on your coach's mind in high school or was that sort of far off? Not at all. So probably was my dream until like sixth grade maybe. Um, my dad's 5'9", 170 pounds. And I was like a, a fury. real yeah. late bloomer. So I wanted to be a broadcaster. I wanted to like work for ESPN or be a writer for Sports Illustrated. And then I all of a sudden, even in 10th grade, I was six foot 175. But then my junior year, I sprouted and was almost 6'4", 210, wow. and started getting a couple scholarship offers and interest from Ivy League schools. But I remember specifically Seton thinking, I'm never going to be an NFL player. Like I'm not even good enough for – major college penn state or notre dame or whatever so if i can go to princeton or harvard because of football i have to do it so not even um not even a speck on the radar screen wow i would say in high school just thrilled that it enabled me to go to an ivy league school which is really good timing because that's actually the story i have for our next guest who joins us every wednesday at this time but before i bring on marcellus wiley who does a great job hosting his podcast on the Dan, Pot, uh, Dan Patrick Podcast Network. I thought he had some interesting things to say about Russell Wilson recently on the show. The glaring issue was Russell Wilson wanted the plays to break down so he can show up and show out. And that's something that is not replicable. That's not something that you can repeat as a coordinator. That's not a play you can call. Hey, hey, hey we're going to run 42X breakdown play on three. Like... <laughs> Stay on script. Stick to the script. And Russell Wilson is actually better off script. And imagine if you're the coordinator or the coach, what player are you calling off script? So his inaccuracy is showing his ugly head, but more importantly, that broken inner clock that he always had, he couldn't feel the rush, or he wanted the rush to come so he can activate Russell Wilson and go out there and just run around in circles and – Seven seconds later, complete a pass. That is from More To It on the Dan Patrick Podcast Network from Marcellus. Marcellus does a really good like that. <laughs> I like that. That was the highlight there. Marcellus, really appreciate you coming on the show. Now, I can't remember if I told you this story or not before, mm. but the guys are going to love this, okay? So yeah. Seton just asked me about you know, me in the NFL or whatever. And I said I was a late bloomer. The first letters I got were winner of my junior high school were from Ivy League schools. So mm. spring break, okay, I didn't tell any of my buddies what I was doing for spring break because I was going to go visit Harvard, Yale, and Columbia. And <laughs> I didn't want to tell them that because they would have been like, yeah, right, dude, you're not smart enough to go there. Who do you think you are? Whatever. I just didn't want to say anything. So right. I go up to Harvard. See the campus, whatever, but there was no, I didn't see any players. Go to Yale, see the campus, meet the coaches, still haven't met any players. 
the first school where I actually saw what Ivy League players looked like because I had no idea. Mike <laughs> Donnelly, okay, the great Mike Donnelly. You're great, yes. T- takes me into the weight room at Columbia. And I'm a junior in high school. This is spring break. This would have been spring of 96. I'm like 6'4", 230. I'm wearing my Why I'm Missing letter jacket because in Pennsylvania, that's what you do if you want girls. You put the letter jacket on. And two players come up to me to say hi. Mm. Marcellus Wiley, who was a 6'5", 275-pound DN, and Rory Wilfork. Yes. And I remember thinking two things. One is... These guys are really nice. That's really cool they came over to talk to me. And secondly, I can't even play in the Ivy League. <laughs> Look at this guy. Marcellus was like 6'5", 275. You had all kinds. I was like, oh, my God. And because Columbia was historically really bad. Now, I know you guys that year, you had been like 8-2 and two or that next year you were whatever. But I right. was like, this is what the Columbia dudes look like? Yeah, you were like, dude, this NFL dream I have is never going to happen because you're like, if these two dudes are in the Ivy League, what the hell does another Dane player really look like in live in person? But you I, actually I was just met- so upset that I, in my mind, I couldn't even play in the Ivy League. I was so yeah. upset. I was like, oh, my gosh, I can't play against guys like this. But people don't know your story. Real quick, before we get into the other things, refresh yeah. my memory. Didn't you go to Columbia as like a 6'2", 200-pound running back or something? Oh, even smaller than that. I was a six foot, 180 pound kick returner slash running back. Like I was damn near a tall Warwick Dunn. It was, it was crazy. And then I just kept putting on weight, 20 pounds, and I would grow one inch every single year. Um, all my friends knew it was coming. I was a late bloomer like you, probably even later. But, uh, my mother was huge. And I say that respectfully. She was six one two fifty. She was like Mike Singletary. And here I am in college playing football and I'm smaller than my mom so everyone knew it was coming it just happened on Columbia's watch so there's two funny things about that Marcellus number one um my wife and I talk about this all the time because she was with me during my seven years in the NFL some guys have big dads some guys don't every guy has a big mom every guy (laughs) has big mom do you know any NFL linemen Whose mother is not um, a a bigger woman? Oh yeah, oh yeah. Of course. I mean, that's how Thanksgiving dinner gets cooked, and then that's how those players grow because Mama had the the, the triceps hanging, and Big Mama was in the kitchen. So yeah, my mom was gigantic, and I used to always just sit there like guys would tease me, be like, "Your mom is huge," and you know, it's just jokes. But I was like, one day that's gonna pay dividends, y'all, and it finally turned into a signing bonus. <laughs> Talking with the great Marcellus Wiley, former NFL All-Pro defensive end. He's the host of More To It on the Dan Patrick Podcast Network. It's funny because I remember one time I said something to my mom about how, you know, I I, I liked girls like her. Like, you know, she's 5'9 and broader shouldered, not as big as your mom, but broader shouldered and 5'9. I said, I, I don't like, because back then, um, Marcellus, the models were like Kate Moss and stuff. So right. like any of the magazines, they were like, like wafer thin. I was like, I'm not into that. I like. I said, I said, look, you mom, you're big yeah. but beautiful. And my yeah. dad looked at me, Marcellus, like you're dead, you're dead. And my mom said, she took a sip of like her wine. She's like, well, you know, Ross, I looked different before I had a ten pound baby. 
Oh, and it was hilarious. So, <laughs> um, so let's get into a couple of these football things. The Russell Wilson point you made is a really good one. I thought it was interesting, Marcellus, hearing uh, or seeing, I guess, Mike Purcell go after Russell Wilson in the game, or at least go up to him, because Dan asked me about it on Monday, and I said to him, I don't know the tone there. Was it like encouraging, like, come on, man, you can do this? Or was it like, hey, bro, get your you-know-what together? Because to me, Marcellus, those are two very different things. Yeah, they're two different things, but you don't have to know what the tone was to know that this was insubordination. And this is not supposed to happen when Russell Wilson, your franchise quarterback, is going through his struggles. Your team is going through his struggles. The head coach is going through his struggles. So you know that any conversation that has that type of look, we know what the context is and we know how we're going to interpret it. It's going to be contentious. So now you have a lineman. I don't give a damn who he is coming up to the star quarterback and trying to check him on the sidelines. You only do that when you're losing respect for who that guy is. Like you let his reputation precede him. He's a future Hall of Famer. He's a champion. You know he's your franchise quarterback. And you let one slide. You let another pass slide. You let another quarter slide. You let another game slide. And finally, you're at your wit's end and you're like, dude, I don't give a damn who you are, blah, blah, blah. So that showed me that this is not only something that Russell Wilson has to deal with losing respect on that team, but more importantly, how many guys have he lost? Because you know when one guy comes up to you, he's fueled by 10 other guys who want to say the same damn thing. So the one thing I really liked uh, about the point you made on your podcast, more to it, part of the Dan Patrick Podcast Network, is how so much of what Russell's done over the years is the second reaction stuff, which is why I'm not really buying the new offense thing that much because what's always made him a special player is the second reaction stuff. I don't know if he has it anymore. I don't know if he can do it anymore. And if he doesn't have the second reaction stuff, he's got a problem and Denver's got a major problem. Yeah. If you think about it, Russell Wilson has thrived off of plan B in terms of play calling for so long. And now because he's not honed in on those fundamentals, plan A, staying on script, staying on schedule, it seems like it's a little too late to try and fix his issues. I don't know what's going to be the solve, but it won't be different play calling because Russell Wilson, his reflexes are to always let the play break down, not to stay on that first read, second read, and then try to bail out. But Russell Wilson likes to bail out first, and that's when he has the most success. So you think about it, it's been really disguised because he's had a tremendous defense in Seattle, the early years especially, and he had the running game in Seattle. So now you're in just the play action passing, safer passes, and also a time for you to take off and get big dividends. Now they're just saying, look, we know what you like to do, Russell Wilson, so we're going to take that off the board. Now you have to beat us by being disciplined. Now you have to beat us by that strict play call. And Russell Wilson so far is failing at it. Curious to get your take on Jeff Saturday. I know you've talked about him being a coach with Dan the last couple of weeks, but what about what happened Monday night, not calling the timeout, and then yesterday Jeff accepting accountability for it and saying that he made the mistake? What did you think of that? 
Uh, look, um, it's two things conflating as one. Um, I've seen Bill Belichick have coaching mistakes, miscues, errors. Uh, I can remember a, a fourth and two in Indianapolis a few years ago. Like every coach has this mistake on their resume. The thing is, when you don't have that deeper resume, let's not have that mistake happen too early because now we're going to say, see, that's why he's unqualified. See, this is why you shouldn't skip the line. Well, the greatest coach of all time on down has had this same clock management issue before at the end of the game. That said, uh, this is how you take your lumps. This is how you go through the growing pains. This is the rites of passage in terms of making a mistake, owning that mistake, and making sure that's something you never do again. And that's how we learned the game as well. How many times did you come back from a game, whether it was a glowing performance or one that made you put your head down? And then you start watching film and coach gets that red dot on you. And he says, see this right here? See this right here? And then next time you're out there, you're only cognizant of it because it was highlighted as a miscue. So for me and Jeff Saturday, I thought it was a good hire. I'm getting really tired of the same old rigmarole of, okay, you're a, a assistant coach and then you become a coordinator and your team is top five as a coordinator on defense and offense. And then you become a head coach and you're going to fail because you're going to a bad team in a bad organization and the cycle continues. So, hey, shake it up a little bit. And Jeff Saturday is going to learn the hard way, but I still think it was a good hire. Marcellus, if you were running the show in Green Bay, let's I don't care if you're the head coach, LaFleur, maybe you're the GM, Gutekunst, how much longer are you rolling with Aaron Rodgers this year? Or when are you trying to see what you got in Jordan Love for the rest of the year? Uh, I mean, that's a question that's too late to ask right now because you committed three years, $150 million to him. But I get the gist of what you're saying. Um, I don't need to see Jordan Love. When I have that type of commitment, to a first ballot Hall of Famer, top 10, top five quarterback of all time, I'm riding it to the wheels fall off. And we know that the wheels could fall off this year mathematically once they're eliminated from the playoffs. The injuries won't be my concern if I'm the coach, if I'm the general manager, if I'm an organization. If he wants to play, he will play because we committed to him and he's committed to this game. Jordan Love, I've seen Jordan Love. I Jordan Love practices every day. Jordan Love was in the games last year. We know what Jordan Love is, and it's not Aaron Rodgers and probably not a good enough version or portion of Aaron Rodgers for you to feel full confidence. If he were, we would have seen him earlier. They would have changed the narrative last year and allowed him more opportunities. So to say now... I want to go back to Jordan Love because Aaron Rodgers is hurt and the team is bad. Let's just see what we have. That's fool's gold. This is what happens to every team that hits adversity, every team that goes through their ills. The most popular player on that team is the backup quarterback because he holds everyone's imagination. Everyone's, oh, if we put him in, everything can change. And most times that's a failing situation. We already know who Jordan Love is. This is not the time to see more. Make sure you check him out, Marcellus Wiley, on More To It on the Dan Patrick Podcast Network. This week, Marcellus is going to tell you why OBJ should be wearing that star on the side of his helmet soon, how Deshaun Watson got in this predicament just days before his return, which weirdly, we're not really talking about all that much, and how T.O. Right. was lucky he didn't get more than he paid for at CVS. Marcellus, mm -hmm. really appreciate the time. Thank you so much.
All right. Take care, Ivy. Keep it going, Ross. All right. There he is. Marcellus Wiley, the guy that made me feel like I couldn't <laughs> play in the Ivy League. That was wild. I remember thinking, oh, boy, I'm in trouble. <laughs> 40 minutes past the hour. We're going to chime in on that. And I think we got to say something about this Deshaun Watson situation as well. It's kind of weird that nobody's talking about it. We'll dive into that when we return here to the Dan Patrick Show. Thanks for listening to the Dan Patrick Show podcast. Be sure to catch us live every weekday morning, 9 until noon Eastern, 6 to 9 Pacific on Fox Sports Radio. And you can find us on the iHeartRadio app at FSR or stream us live on the Peacock app. Hi, this is Jay Glazer, and you may know me for the world of football or fighting or even shows like HBO's Ballers. What you don't know is for my entire life, I have lived in something I refer to as the gray, depression, anxiety. So now I'm coming out with a new podcast, Unbreakable, a mental health podcast with Jay Glazer, where each week, while we talk about mental health, I hope to describe it. Give it words. Listen to Unbreakable with Jay Glazer on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. All right, everybody, game off. Let's pause here to talk more about Monopoly Go. I know what you're saying. Flag on the play. You've already talked about that. But there's just so much more good stuff in this game. In Monopoly Go, you can team up with friends for time tournaments where you work together to build up each other's boards. The more you win together, the more awesome prizes you unlock. And there's so much more to get. You can get unique stickers. You could trade with friends to compete uh, albums for big prizes. There's cool new playing pieces to travel the boards with. I was always a uh, battleship guy. You know, you get those pieces like there was the hat, there was the shoe. Oh, same. There was the. I was always a battleship guy or the car. You know what too is funny about a battleship? It's one of the only uh, Monopoly pieces that you find that's not just a household item. Wow, you know I haven't even thought about that. Yeah, most people oh, wow. don't have a battleship at home, but you have a car, you have a hat, you have a shoe, you have uh, all those things. Anyway, you could also get hilarious emojis for taunting friends when you smash their buildings or heist their vaults. That's always fun. Plus, Monopoly Go feels new and exciting every day with constantly changing tournaments and challenges. A ton include their own unique mini games like digging for treasure or a robot Pachenko machine. And there's always new timed events that will help you win big, like massive multipliers for everything you win or rent frenzies. There's always something fun to discover in Monopoly Go. So get off the bench and go download it for free right now on Google Play or the App Store. Game on. This episode brought to you by 20th Century Studios' Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. Director Wes Ball breathes new life into the epic franchise set several generations after the last installment in which apes are the dominant species. As a ruthless king attempts to build his empire at the expense of the remaining human race, a young ape will fight for the future of apes and humans alike and embark on a journey that will redefine the planet. Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. Enter the kingdom in IMAX this Friday and in theaters everywhere. Get tickets now. We know that quality sleep is essential, and that's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. So you can choose what's right for you and your partner whenever you want. Two beds in one, firmer or softer on each side, you decide. And it helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature as well, quiets their snoring, so you stay sleeping comfortably all night long. Sleep Number does everything. My Sleep Number setting is 75. Sleep Number smart beds learn how you sleep. They provide personalized insights to help you sleep better. You will never need another bed. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now save 40% on the Sleep Number limited edition smart bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. 
only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. You've probably put this off long enough. It's time to replace your tires. Tire Rack has the tires that will elevate your game. Touring tires for commuting comfort. How about performance tires for sporty handling? All-terrain if you're going on and off-road adventuring. Go to TireRack.com and get started. You're not sure where to begin? I suggest the easy-to-use tire decision guide. Get a personalized tire recommendation, the right tires for how and what and where you drive. Choose from the full lineup of Michelin tires. Ship fast and free to a recommended installer near you or... Choose the convenience of mobile tire installation. They bring the tires to your home or office and install them on site. Go to TireRack.com slash Dan. See their Michelin test results, tire ratings, and consumer reviews. And be sure to check out all the current special offers. Great tires and a great deal. What more could you ask for? That's TireRack.com slash Dan. TireRack.com, the way tire buying should be. You know why I think people love this show so much? It's because it goes so fast. Like, this is the last segment already. Ross Tucker filling in for Dan here. Dan's been under the weather, wrapping up a Wednesday on the Dan Patrick Show. Number one, we have a blast. You can almost guarantee that you'll laugh a few times. You might learn something. But especially people that have to drive around for their jobs or whatever – it's just crazy how fast the show goes, at least for me. Awesome. Great talking with Andy Staples from The Athletic about the college football playoff. Love talking with Clint Dempsey, the former U.S. World Cup soccer player and Fox Sports analyst now. Florio and Marcellus Wiley were great earlier this hour. We might get to a call or two, 877-3DP-SHOW. Really appreciate all the great response on social media. I'm at Ross Tucker NFL, pretty much all of them, I think. Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, TikTok. And I love when you guys uh, give me a chance and check out one of my podcasts. Let me know what you're thinking in case you are ever missing a little meathead James Vanderbeek in your life. Yes, Pauly. All right. Well, we got uh, – did you see the UAB story for us? I'm, I'm thinking, you know – you played in the NFL. All these NFL guys are getting jobs. I did, did UAB offered Trent Dilfer the job. He doesn't have a ton of coaching experience. I'm telling you, you could be next. You could find a, you know, a small college looking for a head coach. Light on the experience, Ross Tucker. But why would I want to do that? I mean, coaching is – here's the thing is I think is really interesting about this. With so many guys doing it that used to be in the media like Dion and Dilfer – it must be awesome because I know the hours they put in. I did two UAB games this year, and they got an unbelievable new stadium down there. I mean, it is beautiful in Birmingham. They have good support of that program. Bill Clark did an unbelievable job of building that program. And I thought Brian Vincent did a fine job this year. I understand them looking elsewhere, but that's an interesting hire. Yeah, you know, I think Colorado offered Dion the job, but to Dion's credit, he's kind of paid his dues now with what he's done at Jackson State. And I think that would be a good hire. I think it is interesting. I think Dilfer's what, been a high school coach for a few years, Paulie? Yeah, and the exciting thing for us as uh fans is that if Dilfer does well at UAB, we could play this great great clip from when he was on Sports Center about ten years ago. 
You cannot lose games in the NFL and still win. Fact. <laughs> we can dust that one off. That is such a classic, classic statement. And you know what's interesting? I I know what he was thinking. You know what I mean? Like I know what was in his head when he said that. That is. You cannot lose games in the NFL and still win. Argue with that. What did um? What's this day in sports history today? What Got do a, we have today? 1971. This day in sports history? Yeah, a couple. 1971. ABC aired the movie Brian Song. It was a TV movie about Chicago Bears running back Brian Piccolo, who died of cancer, and his friendship with Gail Sayers. Try watching that without crying. Uh, let's see. The NFL 93 awarded the league's 30th franchise to the Jacksonville Jaguars. And uh, in the first Women's World Cup in soccer, USA defeated Norway 2-1, to 1991. Who was the 31st team the same year as Jacksonville? Carolina? That's correct. That's correct. By the way, how about this stat from uh, our folks over at Sport Radar? The Big Ten East is 8-0 in championship games. <laughs> Winning by an average of 20 points. Stand Last day. four games have been decided by at least 12 points. Not real stat good, guys. Day, stat of the day, stat of the day, stat of the day, stat of the day. Here comes that what? Stat of the day. Haven't heard that in a while. I like it. Yes, Seaton. Can I update you on a poll question here that we put up earlier today? Um, yes, please. Macaroni and cheese is best as your options were a meal, a side, a condiment. I'm afraid a lot of people pick side. I'm sure. Yeah, over it's eighty percent of the vote have it as a side, and I think that you're just a little too progressive right now. The world isn't quite ready <laughs> for macaroni and cheese as a condiment ahead of your time. That only got three percent of the vote. I'm sorry to say. I feel like I feel like we need a better term for it. Like, what did you say, Polly? An accompaniment? Yeah, accoutrement, an accompaniment, maybe like a mixer. I feel like what's hurting us is the term condiment and people thinking of, like, squeezing something out of right, a bottle. Right, right. So We're it's, being hurt by a bad visual. This is all marketing. <laughs> yeah, don't, it's, don't it's blame It's a bad Mac. visual, and it's a bad um, verbiage. Yeah. It's really an accompaniment. Yeah, don't blame mac and cheese. Blame us. Listen, it's not a side. It's not that good as a side. You know how I know it's not that good as a side? Because Seton only like Seton only wants to take two or three bites of it, and he's done. That's exactly why it's a perfect side. <laughs> no. Yeah. yeah. No, yeah. it's a perfect accompaniment. I know you, you you only want two or three bites, Seton, because it's too rich. Exactly. It, it's too much for you. Like I totally get that. But then when you mix it in with a protein like a ham or a burger or a brisket or a pulled pork, then it's perfect. And it's not too rich. They balance each other out. So if it's you went science. to if you went to a place for lunch, right? This show's over, you're gonna go grab lunch, and on the menu they have a burger or they have a burger with mac and cheese. You're gonna go mac and cheese on your burger? Yes, I am. What? Wow. Yes, I am. What? That's delicious. <laughs> yeah. What are you gonna just eat a burger with nothing on it? <laughs> No, but like, just go like some cheese minus the mac. Yeah, cheese or bacon and cheese or a fried egg, bacon and cheese or a fried egg, bacon, cheese, and <laughs> mac and cheese. 
Delicious. Fries, Paulie? I wish we had another hour. This is one of the bad things. It goes so fast. Yeah. They right, I want to know what we learned today. I learned you grew up about 10 minutes from where Christian Pulisic grew up in central Pennsylvania. How about that? Seton? I learned we I don't know what the over-under was on uh ways to describe genitals, but we I think hit the over. Marvin? The number was twelve. <laughs> Different uh, names for nuts. Oh, nice. Paulie? <laughs> you got to have a lot of cajones to play big-time soccer. <laughs> uh, I learned how to pronounce cojones as well. I still got it wrong. As well as, I think, how to uh, pronounce the name of the country that the U.S. just beat. What a day. Did you know uh, that over the holidays, property crimes like burglaries and package theft spike nationally? That's why our friends at Simply Safe Home Security are offering 50% off their award-winning security system so that more families can feel safe and secure this holiday season. Order your Simply Safe system for half off today and enjoy advanced security and greater peace of mind this holiday season. Simply Safe, named best home security system of 2022 by U.S. News and World Report. That's the third year in a row. How about that? Simply Safe, a whole home security system, advanced sensors for every room, window, and door, HD security cameras inside and out, smarter ways to detect motion that alert you only when the threat is real, and even some hazard sensors too that detect things like fires, floods, and other threats to your home. You get the top-rated Simply Safe app to keep you in complete control of your system anytime, anywhere. Don't miss your chance for massive savings on my favorite security system. That's 50% off any new system at simplysafedan.com today simplysafedan.com there's no safe like simply safe at bed 365 we don't do ordinary we believe that every sport should be epic every home run every hit every inning every play from the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field whatever the sport whatever the moment it's never ordinary at bed 365 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. All right, everybody, game off. Let's pause here to talk more about Monopoly Go. I know what you're saying. Flag on the play. You've already talked about that. But there's just so much more good stuff in this game. In Monopoly Go, you can team up with friends for time tournaments where you work together to build up each other's boards. The more you win together, the more awesome prizes you unlock. And there's so much more to get. You can get unique stickers. You can trade with friends to compete uh, albums for big prizes. There's cool new playing pieces to travel the boards with. I was always a uh, battleship guy. You know, you get those pieces like there was the hat. There was the shoe. Oh, same. There was the I was always a battleship guy or the car. You know what, too, is funny about a battleship. It's one of the only uh, Monopoly pieces that you find that's not just a household item. Wow, you know I haven't thought about that. Yeah, most people oh, wow. don't have a battleship at home, but you have a car, you have a hat, you have a shoe, you have uh, all those things. Anyway, you can also get hilarious emojis for taunting friends when you smash their buildings or heist their vaults. That's always fun. Plus, Monopoly Go feels new and exciting every day with constantly changing tournaments and challenges. A ton include their own unique mini games like Digging for Treasure or a Robot Pachenko Machine. And there's always new timed events that will help you win big, like massive multipliers for everything you win or rent frenzies. There's always something fun to discover in Monopoly Go. So get off the bench and go download it for free right now on Google Play or the App Store. Game on. It is getting that time of the year. It's Miller time. You don't need a watch or a clock to tell you. It's Miller time. Weather gets a little bit warmer. All of a sudden, the beer gets a little colder. It's beer cracking season. It, whoa, okay. I don't know if it says that on the calendar. Uh, Miller Lite, great taste, less filling, tastes like Miller time. 
to get Miller Lite delivered right to your door. Visit MillerLite.com slash Patrick, or you can find it pretty much anywhere that sells beer. And as always, please celebrate responsibly. Miller Brewing Company, Milwaukee, Wisconsin. 96 calories per 12 ounces. Fewer calories and carbs than premium regular beer. Miller Lite. As you may have realized, I watch a lot of sports. That's why I like Prime Video. It has all my sports in one app, like the National Women's Soccer League, included with Prime. Plus, you can buy Premier Boxing or stream the NHL and NBA playoffs on Max with the Bleacher Report Sports add-on or add Paramount Plus for the Masters on CBS. Prime Video. It's all your favorite sports in one place. Restrictions apply. Prime membership required for add-on subscriptions. See Amazon.com slash Amazon Prime for details.